Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. And welcome to my dad, Rota Porno, and the first of a double helping of Christmas cheer from Rocky's Pavilion. And this year, we're really pushing the boat out because we're in an iconic venue. Can you hear? This sounds a bit different. Does it sound it? different. We haven't switched James's fridge off. Is that why it's <laughs> We are recording at Abbey Road Studios. Yeah, baby. Why would they let us do this? <laughs> That's a good question. They invited us, they asked us to be here. They requested our presence. They requested our presence because it's their 90th anniversary. Yes. I didn't know sound was around 90 years ago, no. let alone Abbey Road Studios. <laughs> Lord, I, thought no. the, I thought recorded sound didn't exist until like. You thought years music ago. was invented by Adele, so. <laughs> Yeah, of course you didn't think this is... Spice Girls, please. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of the Spice Girls, lots of iconic people have recorded in this room. The Spice Girls did Viva Forever. <laughs> okay, I see why you said that now, yep. This room, Pink Floyd recorded Dark Side of the Moon. It's so cool. two very different references two, there. Yeah, yeah. Born This Way, Lady Gaga. <laughs> he's, he's going with a theme. <laughs> <laughs> Who else, Alice? Somebody that you have a lot of time for, James. And I saw a photograph outside, actually. Amy Winehouse in this oh. studio. Oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty cool. And now us. So uh, they're going down in the world. <laughs> Do you think they just board, the end board of... this up? Yeah. Well, I, I asked someone earlier, and we are the first act to ever read pornography in <gasps> Abbey Road, which isn't surprising, but it's a claim to fame. It's something at least. We've had a lot of funny looks in the corridor, haven't we? People like <laughs> not them. What? The, who let them in? James, they don't know who we are. That's just your face. <laughs> it's been a string of cancellations since. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is nice. They've like made it nice for us. They've put a tree up. It's very festive. Garlanding, actually. and we should talk about the pianos. The that pianos. Are in the yeah. John Legend. No, John Lennon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> who played on that piano? <laughs> John Lennon. The played. legend that is John, John Lennon. Lennon. But, and possibly John Legend, but they haven't made a note of that. <laughs> John Lennon played um, Let It Be on that piano, James. And you can see some of his cigarette burn marks on it, which is quite cool. Allegedly. I mean, allegedly. Um, but we are in one of the most iconic places in oh London. Oh my God, we say. know. You keep saying it. Well, I'm just saying, we're actually... Are you getting a kickback from Abbey Road <laughs> Studios? What's going on? Did they ask or did you ask? <laughs> this is about to be a seamless transition, guys, because we're also playing some pretty iconic places on our world tour that's finally back on its feet. Oh, yeah, That's actually quite clever of it. Lovely. Yeah, we should do, we yeah. should do this bit. That's really smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly, James. Radio City Music Hall. We're coming back. In fact, we're coming back to America. We had to cancel that because of COVID. Um, COVID and now we're, re, uh, we're relaunching that whole tour. So please do come and see us. I just wish you could be more specific. I can be, actually. We start off on my birthday, 16th of June in Boston. Oh, it's okay. going to be so extra. Very excited about that. And then we're playing all over the States and Canada until the 30th of June, which is Radio City Music Hall in New York That'll City. That'll be the, the big finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going everywhere. We're going to LA, San Francisco, Washington, Washington DC. We're going to, up to Vancouver, Toronto, Seattle. All LA, San Francisco. Exactly et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I've also remembered all of the places and I could recite them too. Um, also, Europe and UK, if you haven't got your tickets for those. I mean, that's you, you're slacking, aren't you, if you haven't got those? Yeah, it's very confusing because they've been rescheduled a couple of times. But if you go to the website, madadretporner.com slash live, very you'll good. see my beautiful maintenance. I do do the website. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All complaints to James. <laughs> the iconic website that we're talking about in the iconic Abbey Road Studios. It will basically tell you where your original date was, and then when it was rescheduled two, and then when it was rescheduled two again. So hopefully you can figure out. Oh my goodness, which James, date have you done that? Oh, You've yeah. manually done that. But UK, Europe, we're going to Stockholm, Copenhagen, Helsinki, Dublin, Amsterdam, Brighton, London, Manchester, Birmingham, Glasgow. We're going. Will you both be at all of those? 
We will, yes. Right, okay. Could you come? Could you make it? <laughs> I actually should put Could you in, drag yourself out? I should put them in the diary. Yeah, are they nighttime? <laughs> they are, they are. Right. Um, Any matinees, because I have pushed for this for years. <laughs> and if you are, are new to the podcast, there are a few tickets left in all those places as well. Mm. So don't just think because you hadn't got a ticket last time, you can't get one now. There are still some available. Don't just think because you weren't an early adopter that you'll be shunned from the yeah. community <laughs> that is my dad wrote a porno. Uh, so yeah, my dad wrote a porno.com forward slash live for all the info and tickets. Speaking of iconic, which I know we've barely said um, today, <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's become quite iconic to have the My Dad Wrote a Porno Christmas special in people's lives to get them through what can be, let's be honest, like a really annoying time of year to spend with your family and friends. I've been really looking forward to this, I have to say. It's I, always a bit silly, isn't it? It's always a bit silly and that's why it goes down <laughs> so well with me. Microwaved mulled wine. We've got the, um, what the sister's called? The Hunt Sky. Oh, the Hunts girls. You know, there's so many things that have become part of people's Christmas landscape now. Mm. Well, it's funny. There was some chatter online. I did say that. Chatter online. Uh, about where they all fit. Because So there's two schools of thought. So there's six Christmas specials now. This is our sixth one. Amazing. In the canon. In, yeah. But people think that maybe are they the same... Christmas or different Christmases? Sorry, do you feel like he's gone away and just like Googled himself for like weeks <laughs> and then and like really built himself up? He's James. come back with this new vim. And why is he talking in sort of like third person? Like he's nothing to do with it. There are six uh, Christmas specials in the uh, My Dad Report and Canada. Yeah, you're, you're in them. You can't big up your own work. It's funny you should say that. A friend of mine got in touch with me, um, oh God, about a month ago. Because there's no good way to say this particularly after what you've just said to me they googled my net worth a friend googled his net oh, worth oh sure yeah. sure yeah a friend got in touch you might have heard of her she's called google why would I have done that also all of his friends are in this room so which friend is this <laughs> no I don't know why he wanted to know this but I'm, like, did you not buy a round Christmas yeah, presents or something I don't know but um, he sent me the article because it is insane okay okay go on then I wouldn't say it's particularly accurate so Jamie Morton is the renowned English entertainer, entertainer. chief, chief. <laughs> and, <laughs> and maker, who is generally known for his name <laughs> okay. and work all around the planet and acquired a gigantic, gigantic fan base from individuals who love sitcoms. Did a computer write this? <laughs> <laughs> computer write this? No, this I is th- such I, odd I, language. I think a computer did write this. Moreover, I'm so surprised we've not had a mention yet. <laughs> Moreover, he is the author, maker, and head of the head head chief. What's all this like? Okay, head no, of the IMF. <laughs> number one, James is clearly the boss. Like, I know. If there was a boss, James is clearly the boss. But yeah. you're, you're apparently the chief. Okay, great. Um, and head of the celebrated parody webcast, my father composed a porno. <laughs> Parody webcast. Which is tuned in around... This is one of the best parody webcasts, though, to be fair. We could probably claim it's the number one parody webcast. (laughs) Which is tuned in around the planet. He has been to numerous urban areas on the planet (laughs) doing his shows. What does that mean, my house? (laughs) Yeah. Doing his shows and gathering love from individuals who venerate him. That sounds like... Gathering love from... That sounds like he's, like, slept with a lot of people that listen to the show. (laughs) Jamie Morton, net worth or net income is assessed to be between $1 million and $5 million. Five million dollars? I can promise everybody listening to, be to fair, that. To be fair, $1 million. Yeah, seriously, I'd take that. I mean, I would love that. Have you seen um, his shoes? <laughs> exactly. Have you seen everything that I own? He has made such measure of abundance from his essential vocation as Instagram star, capitalised, I mean, I hardly go on Instagram. James, do we read the small print enough? Because is there a chance that he has made five million? <laughs> and we've made 50p? <laughs> no yeah, chance. I thought we were all cutting the same. Yeah, so did I. This computer's telling me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> this, this computer is very interesting intel. I'm starting to see the realities of our situation. <laughs> Jamie Morton, 37 years of age. Well, that, <laughs> not my age. Brought into the world on January the 9th. Not my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> he has summited Mount Everest on two separate events. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> what? They need to bulk it out, obviously. He has likewise been chief for Through Dark, a famous climbing and outwear centred organisation. Okay, they're getting the wires crossed here. They've obviously pulled two different Jamie. This is the thing, though. Uh, yeah. Um, do you want to know some of my number one things? Oh, God. Oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite movie, apparently, is Mrs. Smith Goes to Washington. That is a great film. <laughs> Fa- Favourite actress is Deborah Carr. Deborah Carr. Favourite book. Buddenbrook's The Decline of a Family. Oh, God. I haven't seen that out of your hands. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> f- f- 
favourite colour, desert sand. Favourite colour? Favourite fruit, sweet lime, sweet orange. Favourite singer, Wilson Pickett. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I do like a bit of Wilson Pickett. And favourite sport, Winter Guard. I don't know if that is a sport. What the fuck um, is Winter Guard? I don't what, know, surely but... rock climbing or mountain climbing? <laughs> <laughs> they, they do think that I am some sort of summiter, yeah. And they think you're an outdoorsman. Which is, couldn't be further than the truth. <laughs> So, on that bombshell, should we get reading the book? I'd never thought we'd want to read Rocky to hear some proper English. I know, that is nonsense even by Flintstonian standards. <laughs> okay, so are we ready for My Father Composed a Porno Christmas Special? Our popular parody webcast. Any ideas of what part one could be called? Festive, well, no, we, we have literally know. no reference, point of reference at all. Steals in the snow. It's called Sleep in Heavenly Fleece. <laughs> keen, already so keen. <laughs> I, if I died now, happy. <laughs> okay. Sleep in <laughs> heavenly fleas. Exactly oh, that. We've just recorded a song at Arby Road. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say a song. Do you know what it is, James? Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Belinda Blinked, The Christmas Special, Part 1. Sleep in heavenly fleece. <laughs> The cold wind of winter pricked Belinda's exposed left hand and upper ass cheek. Exposed left hand and upper ass cheek. So she's naked? Or something's tucked in. Okay. We don't know. We don't have enough information, I think it's fair to say. Mm. Flinging the warm cuddle of her fleece blanket over her skin-exposed patootie, she knew today was the day. So she's naked, but she's wearing a fleece. (laughs) On her her patootie. No, off her patootie. (laughs) On half a patootie. Her exposed patootie. Have you ever said patootie before? No, patootie. So nice to say. Is that like a bastardisation of two other words? What do you think it... What com- combination do you I think don't it is? Know. <laughs> Tush and... Potato. <laughs> <laughs> Does your ass look like a potato? It's a classic portmanteau of potato and tush, yeah. <laughs> patootie. Um, guys... It is Christmas, so Belinda Blink. Oh, cheers. Oh, cheers. That, was, that was quick. I didn't even think about it. I thought we're drinking in Abbey Road as well. I didn't think they'd let us. Um, okay, so Belinda Blink. Minutes less hours later, Belinda Blumenthal switched off her car radio that was playing the timeless Pipes of Peace. Could have been recorded here. I love that we've got, like, literally... Where are we? What's happening? Are oh. we in a car? Are we outside? She's wrapped in a blanket. She's naked. What's going on? Also, is it minutes or hours? What it was did you minutes say? Minutes less hours. Minutes less hours. I don't know what that means. Strutting out of her Jaguar 6.9 litre automobile. That's new, isn't it? I know nothing about cars, so I don't even... If I did, I'd probably laugh at that. (laughs) 6.9 litre. Oh, God, I didn't even... Oh, oh, is that that laughable? What what even is it? I've just realised what he's done, though. 69, 6.9. Oh, God, he's obsessed with that number. 6.9 6.9 litres. 6.9 litre what? <laughs> Doesn't even work. So automobile. Um, so strutting out of her Jaguar 6.9 litre automobile and into the grounds of her workplace, she exuded festive cheer in the most sexual of senses. Which is naked and in its Wrapped in pelt. a blanket, like a fleece blanket. She was sexily shrouded in a bejeweled hood of ruby red fake stones. What the fuck is she wearing? Well, I think she's wearing like a kind of, you know, like a sexy Santa outfit, you know, like the hooded red velvet, yeah. but like somehow it's bejeweled. Okay, yeah. right, right, right. Um, so yeah, so sexily shrouded in a bejeweled hood of ruby red fake stones with a dirty brown husky look trim. Ugh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awful. Her face was smeared with a special type of Vaseline style makeup, which gave her a hazy, dreamy, and exceptionally classy look of Christmas. No, you don't put Vaseline on the face. Isn't that you put it on the lens to make like people look better? You, yeah. don't, you don't smear someone's face in Vaseline. Yeah, no. you put it on the lens to make them look gauzy. If you just smear it on your face, you just look like shiny and greasy, don't you? Yeah, like you're covered in Vaseline. Yeah, I mean, you look exactly <laughs> like what you are. Our heroine, full of Yuletide wonder, bounded into the Office of Operations and addressed the seasonally appropriate administrator, Mary Snowball. <laughs> Only there for in it. December. Yeah, how have we never heard about her? She's a seasonal employee. Um, this also really very much reads like it was written by the same bot that wrote your biography. <laughs> so now that makes me think that maybe Rocky has oh, written... Oh, did Dad write that I website? I don't know. It just, it just sounds very in keeping. Okay. So Belinda's like full of the joys, basically. Mm. She's, in, she's in a it's good Christmas. place. She's dressed, it sounds like, for Christmas, I think, from what we can judge. Yeah. 
I love steals at Christmas. Everybody's so in the spirit of things yeah, at Christmas. Yeah, I agree. They wind down around like September. Yeah. They come back to the office like February. Yeah, they employ women with names. That are appropriate that for the season. Yeah. yeah. They've got Sarah Pumpkin at Halloween. Yeah. And, like, you know. and it's a lot of budget to put them on the staff to just have them there for, say, like a week or two. Maybe yeah. they're like job share, though. Do you think? So she they like high, have a season. high fives out with Snowball. Yeah. yeah like, totally. oh, I've, I've, your document's on the desk for the handover. <laughs> yeah, they've got to train them. They've got to, like. Yeah, but worth it, isn't it, for the morale? For the joke. Oh, my God. To Let's... have, like, Genevieve. Thanksgiving turkey walking around. <laughs> Mrs. Pumpkin can't be there for that long. Like, that's only a day, really. She's not married, Jenny. She's oh, Miss Pumpkin, <laughs> whatever. Okay, sorry. Ms. Sarah Pumpkin to you, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's Mrs. Mary Snowball. That's why I got confused. So, what does Snail? Why is Snail there? Ian Snail? Yeah. <laughs> Ian Snail's there the whole time. I guess snails are evergreen, aren't they? Snails, yeah, all year round. All year round. Or do they pop out at certain times of year? Well, it feels like Ian Snail does. <laughs> we didn't hear about him for years. So. She, she goes what, what, up to... Is it Deborah, do you say, Snowball? Mary. So she had to marry someone called Mr. Snowball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to unless become she was Mrs. Snow. Mary Snowball. Well, unless she married, like, Tony Ball. Oh, and she's Snow, Mary yeah. Snow. Oh, you get double barrel. So uh, uh, that's how I imagine it. Snow, Snow hyphen ball. ball. Okay. Hello, Mrs. Mary Snowball. Belinda That's definitely Perd. a name. <laughs> Just say Mary. Jesus. Hello, Mrs. Mary Snowball. Belinda Purd. What? Snowball said. Love Snowball already. More like trash balls. <laughs> well, hi. I'm Belinda. Bl- I know who you are. What do you want? Oh, Snowball. Snowball masticate- masticated. I know who you are. What do you want? How have they never met? Also, if you're employed for a season as a joke <laughs> to cheer up the office, work on your fucking patter. Where's your cheer, sweetheart? <laughs> what do you want? Um... To speak to the whole workforce, please. <laughs> what, and Mary's suddenly the gatekeeper? You ever heard of a round-robin email, Belinda? Jesus. Fine, said the gum-chewing head of operations of steels, pots and pans. Fine. There's the megaphone unit. The megaphone unit? Does that ring everybody? Oh my God, it's going to ring everybody's phones. She's going to ring a number and it's going to ring every handset in the building. The megaphone. Imagine what the megaphone unit could do. Well, I thought it was a megaphone. Oh, the megaphone unit. It's or the megaphone a, just unit. Just a megaphone. Oh my God. It's I not thought... the megaphone <laughs> that calls every phone in the office. It's a megaphone. Never it's one word, megaphone. megaphone. Not the mega. said it. The megaphone unit. <laughs> like a fine tooth comb, fine tooth comb. <laughs> it's like how James says necklace. Did you say necklace? What do you say? Necklace. Necklace. That sounds like you have no neck. You're necklace. I'm necklace. What, how do you say it? Necklace, yeah. Necklace. Oh. Pardon? Necklace. Say it's a lace around your neck. <laughs> say it in a sentence, though. It's so weird. Honestly, it's freaky. Say it. Uh, what a beautiful necklace. <laughs> Not a thing, right? Like, have you ever heard such madness? I've never seen it. With such Why a menacing say- look as well. What a beautiful necklace. <laughs> Why would you say Cause neck, it, necklace? Because that's how you say it. You say headless. You don't say headlace. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know <laughs> where you're watching anymore. You've confused yourself. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. I don't say headlace. This is a potato patootie situation <laughs> all over again. I'd never knew that about him. He also says, you know, there's that phrase, oh, I'm just going around the... Mm. Yeah. James, how would you say that? I'm going around the houses. <laughs> houses. How do you say it? Houses. Houses. <laughs> So basically, he can't speak. But it's not, it's not H-O-U-Z-E-S. Well, there's lots of words that we don't say exactly as they're written on there. <laughs> you know, like necklace. No, necklace. What would you say? <laughs> wow. We've, Honestly, taught, we've taught him so much. I know. Well, clearly not. He's not learning anything. Houses. Houses. You don't say How do you, how say, do you say mayor? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Mayor. The mayor of London. Yeah. yeah. I say mayor. <laughs> Why are you so literal about everything? Why do you say everything exactly as it's written? How do you say this? Table. Okay, so that's, it's not written table, is it? It's written tabla. Yeah. <laughs> True. Okay, take your point. How do you say microphone? How do you say this? Micro- well, you just said it, microphone. Oh, so you don't say micropony. <laughs> <laughs> Microwave <laughs> moment. Um, anyway, so, so there, <laughs> there's the megaphone unit. Belinda licked her upper teeth before pouting her luscious lips into the hallowed vessel of communication. It's a bit of an odd, like, gurney. Into the megaphone unit. Megaphone. Megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> So, seeing as we're at Abbey Road, should we try and do something with the sound desk here? What do you mean? Oh, like make a megaphone? Well, yeah. If she's speaking to the whole office, can we have like a sound of a megaphone? an effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're going to do it. I'm going to try it, okay? Greetings! Oh! (laughs) Wow. 
Greetings, all you steely labourers. <laughs> this is great. Greetings, all you steely labourers. Ha, ha, ha. If you've ever dreamed of being the next Marilyn Monroe or Barry Fitzgerald, <laughs> now is your chance. Auditions for the Steels, Pots and Pans Panto <laughs> begin, begin on the morrow morning at 12pm sharp. Over and out. Okay, I enjoyed... <laughs> Every second of that. That was but good. I was. This place is good. I know. Can it? we just stay here? What facilities? It's so iconic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they got their great name. Um, can I just hear it again though? Because I was so like bowled over. Just by what? That. Just normally. Yeah. Clean. Okay. Um, <laughs> Greetings, all you steely labourers. Ha ha ha. It's a good. It's a good. Oh, yeah, guy. Very funny. If you've ever dreamed of being the next Marilyn Monroe, uh, heard of her, or Barry Fitzgerald, never heard of him. <laughs> Google who the fuck that is, sorry. Barry Fitzgerald. Barry Fitzgerald. Have you heard of him? I've heard of Ella Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Could be Ella's brother. Uh, Barry Fitzgerald, Irish stage, film and television actor. Very on brand okay. for Rocky. Uh, he appeared in such notable films as Bringing Up Baby. Oh, that's a good movie. How Green Was My Valley. Oscar winner. No need really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Going My Way. That also won Best Picture. Bloody hell. Big deal. This guy. Are these these are like old, those are like 30s? These can't be your dad's era. Yeah, Barry Fitzgerald was born in 1888. (laughs) So he is Rocky's era. Uh, None but the Lonely Heart and the Quiet Man. Wow. So he's a very famous actor, actually. He actually won uh, an Oscar himself. Did he? Mm. I've heard a grand total of one of those. (laughs) Which one? The first one. Bringing Up Baby. Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. Um, You're thinking of Baby's Day Out. I'm thinking of Baby's Day Out. (laughs) I'm thinking of Hit Me Baby one more time. I'm so sorry. Um, so if you've ever dreamed of being the next Marilyn Monroe or Barry Fitzgerald, auditions for the Steels, Pots and Pans Panto. Obsessed. Panto. I love a Panto. We have to, I mean, you know that James and I are from a city which is known for its Panto. Like, I like to think internationally known for its Panto. Really? The Nottingham Playhouse Panto is a massive deal, isn't it, James? Kenneth. Alan. Taylor. Yes, he's a massive deal. People come from all over the houses to see him. Oh, honestly, in their finest jewellery, their finest necklaces. <laughs> Even the mayor. Even goes. the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we should probably say what a panto is for our international listeners. It's very British. Yeah, how would you describe uh, it? It's short for pantomime, and it's a play in which... Is uh, it like vaudeville? Kind of it's vaudeville? Ca- yeah, it's, it's very kind of like bawdy humour, isn't it? It's a festive thing, like every Christmas. But it's also quite ahead of its time because it subverts a lot of the gender norms. So often the uh, woman will play the male lead yes. and a man playing the panto dame. That won't mean a lot to some people, as you say, outside of the UK, but quite um, kind of ostentatious, like scene-grabbing character mm. that yes. just sort of lords it over other people, quite camp. Maybe this is too early, but mm. can we speculate on who's going to take what role in the Panto. Oh, okay. <gasps> panto. Sorry, just got that. Yes, it's excellent. Yeah. Steals pots and panto. So, James, you want to cast it? First of all, panto horse. Got to be Ian Snail. Because <laughs> he's got the he's got the he's got the shell and he's got the front. He no, isn't he's a, not snail. a real snail. His name is Ian Snail. He isn't an actual snail. Who's the dame? Tony. No. Oh no, one of the RSMs has to be the dame. Yeah, who's like the biggest character? It has to be the biggest character. Paddy? Paddy. Paddy could be a good dame. Yeah. Belinda's like Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk. I think that Bella might wear her, um, you know, her horse riding outfit and do As the, the horse. Oh, as the or horse. Or riding the horse. No, Bella's an ugly sister. Well, we don't know what the panto is yet. I don't that's care. Bella's Cinderella. an ugly sister. <laughs> <laughs> what? saying that it's not kind I think it's a bit early to speculate because we don't know what the show is yet (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry you're right how silly of me (laughs) James is casting a show he doesn't know what it is (laughs) okay Um, auditions for the Seals Watson Panto begin on the morrow morning at 12pm sharp I just want to point out that 12pm is not the morrow morning it is midday (laughs) it's technically the afternoon I actually do struggle with that over and out Belinda stuffed a whole Mrs. Kipling minced... Pu- mm. Kipling? Mrs. Kipling? That's how you'd say it. Well, it's Mr. Kipling, so it's <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Yeah, but you'd probably say Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Kipling. <laughs> Belinda stuffed a whole Mrs. Kipling minced pie. Minced? It's mince pie, not minced. Oh, my God. Okay. This is going to take forever. Okay. Fucking hell. Minced pie into her trap in the excitement that pulsated through her ultimate body. This time of year always changed her on a molecular level. Jesus. Her inner Warren Buffett left her for dead. 
and was what? replaced. Warren Buffett is he the is he the philanthropist? Massive um, entrepreneur, yeah, like billionaire. I'm not entirely sure what that means then, because she's not particularly charitable, is she? I don't think it's about the philanthropy. I think it's about being a businessman, a business person. So her, right. oh, so her business instincts leave her. Yeah, and right. she just turns into what Santa. A mess. Well, her inner Warren Buffett left her for dead and was replaced by grease paint filled veins and spot lit lit brains. I beg your pardon. She's covered in Vaseline. She's got grease in her veins. Grease coursing through her veins. She's gonna it, die. I think it means that she becomes greasy. Oh, like pan stick. Guys, as a theatre person, grease paint oh, is what God. you. Here we go. <laughs> ever, ever heard of the smell of the grease paint? The roar of the crowd. Ever heard mm, of that? No. Nope. It's like an old theatre thing. It means that you. So wait, did you wear grease paint to sit backstage and write plays? <laughs> no, when you're on stage, you would have grease paint as the as make. It's basically stage makeup. Grease paint. Grease paint. Grease paint. Did you say that then. She was a creative type from earliest November to the end of business Xmas Eve. So that's the thing. So, so basically, yeah, we got it. We 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 can hear her. What you're business saying. person leaves her. Her creativity. Yeah, thank you. We're not idiots. Courses through her veins. Okay. Um, as part of her increased work portfolio, Belinda was the point lady for Panto season. This company is an absolute mess. <laughs> Every year since the early 1970s, the Steels Pots and Pans London office had put on a pantomime to raise much-needed funds for the chairman's chosen charity, the Asses and Donkeys Trust. Oh, good. How because... many events do they do a year for the fucking Asses and Donkeys Trust? <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash my dad. The next lunchtime-ish, Belinda was sat behind a beautifully proportioned yellow pine with resin streaks trestle table. Oh, it's like X Factor. They're going to do auditions. Oh, oh, brilliant. They're going to be brutal. <laughs> the Duchess was to her right and Mistress Sweet Juice her left. They've flown her over from Paris. <laughs> she's nothing to do with the organisation. Oh, I she's thought a she's performer. a guest judge. She's a guest judge because she knows her field. Because of the Moulin Maron. Moulin Maron. Yeah, she does know performance. Yeah, you're right. Oh, wow. So it's kind of glitzy that they've got a professional in. The sign above the door. Oh, James. What? We're going to know what the panto is. Oh, here we go. The sign above the door read, Dick Whittington's Mother Goose auditions. One of my least favourite. No, that's a mashup. Oh. That's two I hate both of those, yeah. (laughs) They're they're two of my least favourite. Dick Whittington's Mother Goose. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Who's who's the pussy? That's my question. (laughs) Well, quite. Dick Whittington had his cat. Because he went to London where the streets were paved with gold and Mother Goose laid laid golden golden eggs. eggs. So did they make the streets out of eggs? Eggy streets. Golden eggs. To be fair, the streets of London are more likely to be paved with egg, like old egg <laughs> yeah. and like, just like rubbish than gold. Dick Whittington's Mother Goose. Okay. So the sign above the door read Dick Whittington's Mother Goose auditions. Close set. Close <laughs> set? <laughs> Who wants to be on the fucking set? It's not even a set. It's not sexy. <laughs> Close set. Next. 
the Duchess's authoritative tone boomed. Does she have to be so sultry? She's going to be unbearable. Oh, my God. Guys, guess who's coming in? Oh, God, here we go. Paddy O'Hamlin. Oh, good, yeah. Shoveled in... Shuffle, <laughs> sorry, shuffled. Dug into... his way into the room. <laughs> it is a close set. <laughs> Paddy O'Hamlin shuffled into the canteen come theatre. Oh, don't say come theatre. It's spelled C U M. Top of the morning to as our ladies. Hello, Patrick. Oh, because she has to be steely because she's not his friend or his colleague anymore. She's a judge. Can you actually act? Oh. <clears throat> this makes me think he's going to absolutely blow it out of the water. To be or not to be. <laughs> or not. That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them to die... Thank you, darling. The Duchess interrupted him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Run, I thought that was fantastic. To die... Thank you, darling. Chorus, I think. The Duchess... <laughs> You didn't hear him sing. That's a good point. It's, it's called, like you guys like musical theatre. It's chorus like the ultimate diss. It's not a diss, it's just not a lead. It's like, it's the ensemble. But it does mean you're not getting any solo time. Yeah, it does. And you're normally singing, like, they haven't even heard him sing. They just heard him do, like, three sentences with Shakespeare. But I guess you're hidden in a, in a choir. Thank you, darling. Chorus, I think. The Duchess interrupted and whispered to Belinda. <laughs> what a wonderful interpretation, Paddy. Thank you. Much like with a CV, we'll call you. (laughs) Once Paddy had skipped out, Belinda spoke freely. Gosh, it's as tough as a cheap bit of beef, isn't it? Hmm, 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 Mistress Sweetjuice added. Well, thank God they've flown her over. What what fantastic between audition chat. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Next to grace the judges was Sir James Godwin. Sorry, the... Godwin's auditioning. The founder of the company, the chairman of the company has to audit. You'd give the boss a role. What's he going to be? Hello, boss man, Belinda said. Ciao, bello. The Duchess growled, kissing the air as the last O left her lips. I'm here to read for the dame, (laughs) Sir James bellowed. He's got a good dame voice, actually. (laughs) Okay. The Duchess coughed. Oh, fabulous, Belinda cooed, secretly hoping he had the skin that could take a lot of lipstick. (laughs) I'd worried no one would put their balls to the wall and offer. Leading by example as ever, Sir James. <laughs> Sorry. That's exactly the same. <laughs> You've just got what James Godwin's got. It's going round. Alice, can you always do the hachumfs, please? Happily. <laughs> yes, well, quite. Traditions must be upheld. Please. The floor... Is yours. The Duchess breathed. Is the Duchess a ghost now? Lovely vibrato. <laughs> Proffering Sir James the floor. Oh my God, you little dick goose. What am I like? Behind me. Oh, you wish. I wish. Come behind me. No, not at all. I'm a mother. <laughs> Going to <laughs> <Can> be sick. <laughs> <laughs> It was his performance. What on earth? <laughs> so did he just do a medley of all the He moments? just did a medley of, of classic pantomime I moments. actually nearly was I sick. I actually thought you were going to fall out of the chair. There's a bit of sick in here. Oh. Should we break that down? No. <laughs> no, do it exactly like that again. Oh my God, you little dick goose. What am I like? Behind me? Oh, you wish. I wish. Come behind me. No, not at all. I'm a mother. Someone's having a break. <laughs> Why is he a mother? Oh, he's a mother goose. <laughs> Why, oh, is he... <laughs> Why is he moving so fast? Why can't he spend any time on any of it? Um, <laughs> I've actually never seen James like this. Do it again. Right. Okay, no, yeah, Slower. actually, one, one by one. One by okay. one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fine. <laughs> You little dick goose. You little dick goose. <laughs> That's my favourite, actually, little dick goose. Little dick goose, what does that mean? You little dick goose. What am I like? What's the like? That's not one. <laughs> that was one of them. No, but that's not one from a panto. That's no. <laughs> oh, God. Behind me. That Because that's also, the whole thing, isn't it? you've made him a bit naughty. I know, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, don't change a thing. But what is it? He's behind you. No, oh, no, he isn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all that shit, isn't it? Um, no, we get it. But this is like the unravelling of a man in front of her eyes. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. Behind me. 
me. Oh, you wish. I wish. <laughs> you wish. It's because he's wish. having both sides of the conversation. <laughs> You wish, I wish. What does he want? He's doing all the parts from all the pantos. It's a one-man show. This was his prepared audition. He's going to leave on a gurney. Behind me. Oh, you wish. I wish. Come behind me. (laughs) Come Come behind me. No, not at all. I'm a mother. I mean... Do you think people stood up and went... (laughs) Because it's so avant-garde. Well... Merci, chérie. Oh. We've seen all we need to see. We really have gout. Sweet juice spoke. <laughs> Call security. <laughs> she started to sweat <laughs> profusely. The auditions went on all day, and by the end of the day, Belinda felt she had the perfect cast to stun the Steels, Pots and Pans employees, many clients, industry representatives, and royalty who would be present to watch it. Imagine royalty. a royal saying that. <laughs> You're the queen. You haven't got much time left. <laughs> You want to make sure you use an everyday to your best. You go to the Steels. What's a band spanto? I think so. James got Applications easier. I'll yeah, do seriously. it. Seriously. You imagine it's held in the canteen as well. Oh, yeah. They like deck it out. They yeah, put a few but like only, but only a bit. Up. Yeah, exactly. It's not very nice. Okay, so I imagine we're about to hear who got what part. Well, you're not going to know today because. What do you mean? However. When Belinda returned to her designated desk area with walls and door, she was confronted by a familiar face. Oh. Paddy O'Hamlin was there. He had read the casting roll call and was desperate. Do you imagine oh. it's like when they pin it up? Mm, like your tra- results on the, at uni? Yeah, yeah. on the um, court board. Please, let me be Dick's pussy or an egg of gold. Oh, you could play an egg. That's the kind of thing that they invent in a school place so that yeah. everybody has a role. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, he's like, please let me be Dick's pussy or an egg of gold. Paddy, please. Belinda tersely replied, rolling her eyes upwards. No, just give me a chance to shine, I'm begging you. Belinda flicked her zip fly and allowed her skirt to be eaten by gravity. Zip, flicked her zip fly? Mm -hmm. Oh, fine, and the skirt dropped, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's so so (laughs) unnecessarily wordy sometimes. Mm. It's like, it annoys me. There were, (laughs) we know. (laughs) (laughs) Have I never made that clear? Oh, I have, good. There were no panties or thongs, which meant her pubic green belt was open for all to see and explore. Green Green belt? belt. You can't build on that. (laughs) You bloody can't. That is protected, my friend. (laughs) That's protected land. I don't want to know, because isn't there... I'm not even going there. What's the other belt of land called? What, where you can build on it? Yeah. Red belt? What's the brown belt? Brown (laughs) Brown belt. Isn't that like... That's a karate thing, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's a black belt. Sorry. Isn't that like the swamp or something that you can't build on because it's not safe? I don't know. Oh, wait a sec. I'm trying to remember it from GCSE Geography. She's green belt, which is protected land. And pristine. Well, it's the edge of the city, right? Green belt. But you can't build on it. I think you can. No, you can't. Green belt's protected. We'll, We'll see about that. So brown belt land in urban planning is any previously developed land that's not currently in use that may be potentially contaminated. Oh, no. Well, thank God she's not that. Okay, so green belt <laughs> land you guys think is protected. Let's see. So the green belt is to prevent urban sprawl by keeping land permanently open. Yes, protected. However, there's not necessarily a right of access there. Actually, that's a very good oh, analogy. There you go. <laughs> so a legs are always open, but there's not a right of access. Yeah, yeah. you have to invite someone onto your green belt. Love that. Rocky. The only analogy that has ever worked. Cormie. Paddy O'Hamlin spoke with words. It was December and Paddy had always struck Belinda as a festive type of chap. His Jerry's chocolate orange hair was as... Jerry's chocolate orange. Okay. (laughs) Terry's chocolate orange. Uh, (laughs) James is such a patient man, but these really aggravate him. His Jerry's chocolate orange hair was as bright as tinsel. Why doesn't he just say orange hair? I don't. Because it's Christmas. James, I'm on your side. You know I am. It's dad's favourite chocolate at Christmas. uh, Jerry's 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 chocolate chocolate orange. orange. Jerry's chocolate orange could be blue for all we know, because it's not a thing. (laughs) His hair was as bright as tinsel, and his laugh as cheerful as a brandy butter filled brandy snap basket. Easy for you to say. glass of brandy. A what? And his, so his Jerry's chocolate orange hair was as bright as yeah. tinsel yeah. and his laugh as cheerful as a brandy butter filled brandy snap basket with a glass of brandy on the side. It's very brandy. They kissed like a couple of turtle doves and Belinda's brain scattered to the west coast of Ireland where poems are read and Flora is sat on. He 
in those two sentences, has gone nuts with his <laughs> metaphors, similes, <laughs> analogies. He's used everything. And he's in a sort of like dreamscape now. Merry Xmas, boss babe. Paddy purred like a hard James Joyce. When he... <laughs> that was a purr, actually. I just did a little purr. <laughs> when he pulled down his togs, Belinda was oh. shocked, but not surprised, that his carpet matched the curtains. His secret hair region looked like a bit of iron that had been exposed to oxygen and water over a substantial <laughs> amount of time. Don't say he doesn't teach you anything. A <laughs> little bit of science there oh for you. Oh, my God. Right. He's, what? He's I don't like secret hair area. <laughs> oh, what is secret it? hair region. Hair, hair region. So he's ginger. I think that's what we can deduce from this sentence. He's the same colour as the Jerry's chocolate orange. He's got oxidised pubes his, or whatever you just said. It's iron that had been exposed to oxygen and water over a substantial amount of time. Rust. It, yeah. <laughs> Rust coloured pubes. It glinted like... Merry the... Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a long way of saying orange pubes. It glinted like the star of Bethlehem. What? <laughs> What did? This is, this is blasphemous. <laughs> it glinted like the star of Bethlehem. Why is it so shiny, the hair? As the throbbing, incandescent light strips of the office hit his winkle with a twinkle. So wait, the, the, the winkle shined like a star? Oh. I worry because wasn't the star of Bethlehem what the three wise men used to follow <laughs> to find the baby Jesus? Star of wonder, star, star of, of light. <laughs> Belinda dove into his pubes. Running the ringlet... Dove into his pubes. It's Christmas. Belinda dove into his pubes, running the ringlets through her fingers like grated carrot. That is one of the grossest things I've ever heard. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. What did she dive in there? Her hand yeah. or her face? Her, uh, put her hand in but his pubes. And it felt like grated carrot. It's all like twirling. Running like, her fingers She's just like twiddling it on her finger. But you know when you like peel a bit of like carrot and it like goes like into a... Ri- like. Oh, my Christ. Is that Abbey Road Security? <laughs> I think we're getting escorted out. <laughs> Running the ring... I'm- the ringlets... Pubes aren't ringlets. Well, they kind of are ringlets, aren't they? I guess it depends how thick Cork, the thick it is. Corkscrew curls for you, James. Uh, running oh, the why ringlets. would you run your hands through it? <laughs> also, Jamie's hair is in ringlets and has a little ginger oh my God. tinge. So if you imagine that, but sound. Look at that grated carrot. You don't need to imagine that. Just imagine some grated carrot. Running the ringlets grated through Grated carrot. It's not like grated carrot. Yeah. Peeled, maybe. Grated. <laughs> his skin was pale, which really set off the contrast with a zing, and his cock was stiff and twitching for playtime. Oh, I do love some Irish sausage at Christmas time, Paddy O.H. I can't wait to beat your banger. I hate meeting James. I just caught your eye. So we've got, like, sausage and carrot, basically. That, that's dinner tonight. Sausage and grated carrot, anybody? (laughs) Ha ha ha, ha had Paddy. My willy will willingly wiggle inside you like a worm, but bigger, much bigger, boss babe. Why have we gone from Terry's chocolate orange to carrot to sausage to worm? I mean, I guess it's all the same. It's all a compost heap, isn't it? There was green belt in there at some point. Yeah, there was some town planning. This was more than enough talk dirty for one afternoon. And the two colleagues with privileges began to bonk. In her he slid, and she welcomed him with a hospitable smile and encouraging oh. grunt. <clears throat> because it was Xmas, and Xmas shopping is busy and stressful, Paddy got a little bit tired in the second trimester of passion. Isn't that a pregnancy thing? Yeah, where well, well, you're quite nauseous. But he soldiered on by sitting down on the... Sorry, in- don't stop us with your little finger. Did you Sec- just went- did you st- do you see that finger lift? We've got to say something about second trimester. Because <laughs> it's not a thing. Upset. Put that little finger down. Little finger laugh at you. Um, <laughs> little finger shut you up. Um, no, I think trimester just means a, like I thought a it was three exclusive. Thing. I thought it was exclusively pregnancy. I think it's famed. I think that's how it's famed. famed. to be pregnancy. It's famed. What? The hills that he's willing to die on sometimes. Yeah, that finger. I don't want to see that finger again. Because it was Xmas and Xmas shopping was busy and stressful, Paddy got a little bit tired in the second trimester of passion. But he sold it on by sitting down on the ink squirt 69 printer. 
In case you missed the first one with the car. It was nice too because it meant that you got a good look at her bottom as it bounced up and down his big, thick cock shaft. Crikey, that has taken a different turn. It was very cartoonish and now... (laughs) That's quite... That's hardcore. Yeah. Now, um, I have a printer, but it's quite small. Didn't... James wasn't (laughs) wrapped by that at all. That's just an everyday occurrence. No, this is is nothing new to me. But I have a printer, but it's quite small. And if someone was to bonk on it, it would get quite damaged. Well, this is an office-based ink squirt 69. It would at least crack the paper tray. Yeah. It was nice too because it meant that he got a good look at her bottom as it bounced up and down his big thick cock shaft. Do you have Lovely. to keep saying it? It was so good. This is though. your dad at Christmas. I know, fuck off. This, this is your dad. I'm just getting rid of it. it was, getting rid of it. It was out of me. It was so good that he ejaculated ahead of his scheduled arrival time. What do you mean? Came too quickly. Is that a thing? Not a scheduled time. No, you're, no, you're, you're not like, like... I'll be coming at 1917. Yeah. yeah, no. You can't live your life like that. <laughs> Despite Paddy's best efforts and on-the-spot problem-solving, which he did get points for, Belinda wondered if he was really ready for a starring role. Oh, God, this is all about getting a role in the panto. He's doing all this to get an egg. James, this is the Steel's panto, okay? (laughs) After you've been in this, it's straight to Broadway. (laughs) You can do whatever you want. Are these eligible for the Tonys? (laughs) (laughs) This production would make Belinda's name, and she couldn't afford any fuck-uppers. But he is fucking-upper. Very good. Thank you. Hey. Okay, Paddy, Belinda spoke through the sweat and hard-humping. You're in. Yippee! Paddy jumped, and he proceeded to do a little jig on the paper shredder. (laughs) A week of rehearsals, and a total change of panto later... They changed the panto? They're getting through them. It was two before. Belinda gathered the cast of principal roles and extras and understudy extras (laughs) together in Steel's Pots and Pans Canteen Zone. (laughs) Okay, you actors in name only. She bellowed through a bullhorn. Oh, not even a megaphone. What's a bullhorn? Like a... Isn't that the sort of thing that a director, like, in the old... Like, the 50s, In Barry Fitzgerald's era, a director would have, like, shouted through a bullhorn, wouldn't he? Or she, but mainly he, because it was a sexist world. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So should we try and do that sound again? Okay, for bullhorn. Have you got bullhorn? <laughs> okay, you actors in name only... Tomorrow is the biggest day of your short-lived careers. In other words, our opening and closing night performance. So it's one night only. Also really convenient for us that bullhorn sounds very, very like a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nervous rumblings bounce back at her in an unfestive show of unconfidence. Now, I have arranged for Santa's sleigh to pick us up at 11am sharp. Remember to clock in as if working. Otherwise, you will lose a day's worth of pay. The performing arts are not (laughs) eligible for Lou Day payments, as this is a godforsaken, creatively ignorant company. We will also be sitting on bales of hay, so I recommend bringing hard-wearing anoraks or wax-finished Macs to sit on. Okay? Over and out. That is so much information. That was so boring. What are you on about? So what? It's a day's work and they don't get it in lieu. So first of all, Santa Slay's picking them up. Santa Slay's picking them up. 11 o'clock. And they have to clock in because I guess they need to pretend that they're working. Even though they're announcing it to the whole office over whatever this is called, (laughs) Bullhorn. So anybody that's their manager will hear that, fine. And then in Santa's sleigh, they're sitting on hay bales and they have to bring a coat to sit <laughs> or on. Or an anorak. Because they're wet. I don't know. <laughs> or spiky. Sorry, where are Where's they going? <laughs> yeah. To the play. What do you mean to, to the, the play? To the panto. You've got to drive to the office. <laughs> in a trailer, I assume? Some sort a of like... It's not a sleigh, Stop saying it? sleigh. It's not a sleigh. <laughs> I'm just saying what's written in the book. Bella asked the troop of players, Anyone fancy a mulled wine at the Pentra? It might settle our nerves. The collection of oh yeses, why not, and capital implied agreement. <sighs> okay, Belinda also agreed. But only a mug and a half each. We don't want to be old drunkards on that stage. Otherwise, you really will break a leg, Bella. <laughs> the actors all laughed. and Other oh, actors now. The actors all laughed. <laughs> the and, and Bella pretended to drag a dead leg behind her as they ventured out of the automobile. Oh, oh, God, she's such a card. <laughs> I bet you guys did that, didn't you? Bella pretended to drag a dead leg behind her as they ventured out of the automatic revolving doors into the festive snowfall. Belinda breathed in the cinnamon and snowflakes. 
It's weird. Why does it smell of cinnamon at the airport? <laughs> I think that's jet fuel. <laughs> Gosh, in just one more fleece-cradled sleep, sleep in every fleece, <laughs> she would be taking her bows in her first ever pantomime triumph, Cinderella the Intern. <laughs> Belinda's ambitions blink. And that is the end of part one. I'm going to leave Abbey Road tonight and all I'm thinking about is grated carrot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm running your hands through some beautiful ringlets. Do you think in the way that seminal albums that were recorded in this room are still spoken about in years and years to come, Mm. do you think that analogy about the carrot will be, you know, whispered in the halls and people say, this is the room where that was first said? Can you imagine if they mount like a little bag of grated carrot on the wall? That'd be so nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the rocky grated carrot. I think you're living in a dream world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the cleaners look like they're coming in to wash wash the room down, so we better get out of here. Deleting the files as we speak. Um, <laughs> oh, they forgot to press record. <laughs> uh, but yes, do join us next week um, for part two and we will actually get said panto. What an incredible cliffhanger. I bet people can't <laughs> wait to hear that. <laughs> Who's going to play who? What the fuck's the can't show? Can't wait a week. <laughs> can't, can't wait, wait a week. week. <laughs> you better brush up on your voices because I imagine you're going to have a busy one next week. Oh, God. I think we used... Abbey Road to its like to its <laughs> great. This could have been literally any fucking where we could have done it on the street for all anyone it's knew so, on our phone. It's so disrespectful to have done what we've done, and I am so sorry. Oh, I'm sad to end, but this I has know. been really fun. So do join us next week if you want uh, to see the panto or hear at least. Um, and in the meantime, you can get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Who do you think is going to play who? Get involved on Twitter at dad wrote a porno Instagram at my dad wrote a and lots of people will actually this will be bringing back sort of nativity Christmas play yeah. memories and so I'm sure that you will furnish us with those uh, you can get in touch at my dad wrote a porno at gmail.com and if this is what your appetite don't forget about the live tour my dad mm-hmm. wrote forward slash live make a great Christmas present dare I say imagine if this is what your appetite this is our advert for the live show <laughs> So we'll see you next Monday when the curtain goes up on Cinderella, the intern. (laughs) (laughs) No refunds. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.